I gotta be honest, every time we're asked on a podcast or an interview or just in person, Ricky, Eddie, who do you guys think is the other great tag teams out there in the world? And to be honest with you, we say the strays. You two are some of the most athletic, intelligent, fast-moving, just well-put-together tag teams that's out there. I gotta give it to you. And to be real with you, there's always a time and a place for jokes and having fun. Oh, and we spend a lot of time, four minutes and he has fun. But every now and then, you gotta get serious. And you guys are always talking about how you're homeless. And I realize you're homeless because you have no other choice. And that's fine. I don't hold anything against you. A lot of times we feel homeless because we spend so much time on the road, traveling all over the world, competing against some of the best tag teams that are out there. And without a cause, we get a chance to go two on two against you two in a best two out of three falls match. There's no more questions after this is over. There's no who's the better tag team, who, who should be the champions if without a cause had tag team belts. There's no question. Two out of three falls, one of these teams is walking away as the best thing going today. And like he said earlier, four minutes of heat is synonymous with winning, and when we're done, four minutes of heat is gonna be synonymous with beating the strays. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot! Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot! Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot! It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot! How long is this going to last? Pro! Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm your host, Jesse Carter, and today I'm joined with Ricky Gibson and Eddie Pearl. Four minutes of heat. How's it going, guys? We are doing pretty well. How are you? Doing great. I am doing fantastic. Sweet. How are you you guys uh, handling all the things, all the changes during the pandemic? I'm loving it. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I hate taking a break from wrestling. It kills me, but I had so many injuries, so this is a nice little little break for me. Well, that's good, man. It's good to rest the body and stuff. Have you guys been staying busy with, you know, things like this, podcasts or interactions with fans or? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, It's not fun to not be wrestling, uh, but anyone that's just sitting back and like being upset or mad or or depressed about not wrestling is is definitely missing the boat. There's so many opportunities like we're all sitting at home. We all have nothing to do. Uh, there's no reason why we can't, you know, hop on a podcast or uh, record our own podcast or make our own videos or do whatever. Like there's so much to be done that we still get to be involved with wrestling, still get to be surrounded by people that love it. Uh, and more importantly, not hurt ourselves doing it. So <laughs> there's something cool about it. Definitely, man. So um, for some who may not know, can you guys give us a little background story? At what point in your lives did you decide uh, you wanted to be in the wrestling business? Go ahead. Me go? All right. Well, yeah, mine's just a little shorter story. Um, I uh, I always wanted to be uh, a wrestler, uh, probably since, like, really solidified and since, like, the eighth grade. 
Um, but you know, life happens. So I got in the game pretty pretty late. So I was about 26 when I started. I started training. So I went down, uh, met up with school down in Salem, and uh, yeah. So about three years now, I've, I've been in wrestling. So not a very long time, but. Sweet. How about yeah. you, Ricky? I, uh, oh man, just like Eddie, like always loved wrestling, watched it as a kid, grew up, uh, watching it. Um, my best friend and I from best friend from elementary school, uh, everything was always involving wrestling. Like you had school projects, like read a book. I'd read a biography of a wrestler, like anything. It was always involving wrestling. So, uh, pretty much obsessed. Uh, when I was uh, 15, uh, Portland Wrestling came back to the area uh, and was able to catch up with some of the local guys, local pros, uh, people like Dr. Luther wrestled there. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a ton of other like local Portland guys you probably would, would recognize at some point. Uh, but that's what got me started, and one of the guys there uh, directed me to a school in Hillsboro, uh, Hillsboro, Oregon where I started training at 16 and it was, it was my life ever since then. Not nonstop. There you go. Is there any inspirations for you guys who, who, who'd you grow up, you know, idolizing or loving to watch or. Well, for me it was, uh, I mean, I, he, <laughs> he always laughs cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I've been watching. And then I'll always say this person, but Eddie Guerrero, uh, Chris Benoit, uh, that kind of generation of guys. Oh yeah. Um, but like Bret Hart, stuff like that. More of the like technical guys I've always uh, enjoyed. Uh, I kind of jumped around a little bit. When I was a kid, it was uh, a big into like DDP, The Undertaker, Sting. Uh, once I got a little bit older, it was a lot more like Ric Flair, uh, Ricky Steamboat, Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, Midnight Express, The Rock and Roll Express. Uh, all those guys like really inspired me and changed up my style based on – uh, things that I learned from them or saw from them. So you went kind of you went kind of backwards, huh? You you went from the newer school, and then as you got older, you started digging into the older stuff. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite quotes. Uh, I have no idea who said it, but uh, what's old is new. So oh, yeah, the, you know, you everyone watches the new stuff. Everyone sees that on a week to week basis. If I if I was inspired, and I am inspired, don't get me wrong, but if I was inspired by the new stuff, that's what you would see, and it would just be a repeat of other stuff I saw. If I go right. back to the, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s and uh, get inspiration from that, uh, people aren't seeing that right now. They're, they're no. seeing the, the new stuff. And and, uh, and it's like with a lot of those old guys, man, like like you can do all the moves. Like anybody can do all the – well, not because you can't say that, but you know what I mean? Like you can do the moves, um, but it's like, man, some of those old guys like the – how they flowed in the ring, how they transitioned to those moves was like, like you just don't see anymore. And that, that stuff's the stuff I like to, I like to study. Yeah. Myself, I find myself going back and, and watching a lot of the old stuff now, you know, thank God for, you know, the network and stuff like that. If I'm not watching independent wrestling, cause there's so many independent leagues to follow yeah. And, yeah. and they're posting so much. So, I mean, I have a lot of content to uh, consume, and if I'm not watching that, um, I try to keep up with the newer stuff. You know, I find myself leaning towards AEW a little more on TV or, or power, NWA yeah. power or something like that. But um, I love going back and watching, you know, just that 80s wrestling, man. And 
that that vibe you get from it is just so different than what you see yeah. today. Totally. So um, I've seen a lot of matches posted online for you guys, but unfortunately, I've only seen you guys live twice. Mm-hmm. One of those one of those times was a six man tag team match in Richland, uh, Richland, Washington for prestige wrestling. Yeah, this match was highly entertaining for me man. Um, <laughs> to watch. Uh, I had lots of laughs. There was lots of high spots. Um, this was the first time I got to see you guys and it was captivating and how entertaining you guys were from bell to bell. I remember thinking to myself, these guys have a very retro vibe. Um, why don't we see more of this in modern day wrestling? Um, first of all, I don't remember the match at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was uh, Funny Bone and oh, uh, Young. Yeah. Okay. Where, where you ripped my arm out? <laughs> that yeah. that spot, man. Like, Sorry about that. <laughs> that was absolutely. I, I did not expect that to happen. So when it happened, <laughs> man, I fell out of my seat. <laughs> But yeah, why don't why don't we see more of this in modern day wrestling? I, I love the look you guys have, you know, like I just got done explaining. I love watching that 80s, you know, that yeah. 80s vibe. And for me, you guys kind of bring that that rock and roll express type vibe, but a little more colorful and a little more retro than that. Sure. It's it's funny that you say that because we get this a lot. We get uh, we'll go out and we'll have a match and there will be stuff where like. Like you said, Eddie rips my arm out of my my socket and, and hits another guy with it, uh, or uh, I fall into his dick, or he falls into mine, or like we wind up sixty nining in the ring. Like we do all this stupid stuff, and then we'll come to the back and people will be like, "Man, you guys really have that old school eighties vibe." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've never seen a match in the eighties that had all of that stuff. Yeah. But uh, I get what you're saying. Like, there's something about the way that. Um, this is going to sound like I'm super egotistical and I promise I'm not. There's something about the way that we move and we carry ourselves and we react uh, that reminds me of the eighties. And that's probably because that's what I've studied forever. Uh, and right, why, right. why don't we see it anymore? I don't know, man. Um, I think uh, different areas have different. Um, well, well, I think too, it also comes with a, like a, a necessity on our part because we're not going to be doing triple backflips yeah. into a, like a 450 something so well some uh, of that stuff is kind of played out anyway you sure, know what I mean? sure a lot a lot of people are doing that some people like me i mean i love that stuff i'm not gonna i'm not gonna yeah. downplay any of that at all it's very impressive but for me like i said before i love just that old school wrestling yeah. mentality so i love a little bit of everything and the reason why i said you guys remind me of a retro vibe is just the charisma that you guys play off in the ring, the look, the mullets, the colorful uh, attires, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. All the goofy stuff that's done in the ring wasn't necessarily yeah. done in the eighties, but it, it just well, gives like, a modern feel to it. That's, it's very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but like, we can't do that. <laughs> like yeah. I can't do a 450. So you have to play to your strengths or, or, or find a different avenue. And so, yeah, I, uh, I used to train, uh, people to be wrestlers. Uh, Eddie was one of my students. Um, and it, I'm like by no means a uh, phenomenal trainer. Like, don't listen to me. But uh, one of the things that I've always told people is like, double down on your strengths, like go all in uh, and don't worry about your weaknesses. If you can't do it, just don't do it. Like, don't try. Right. right. Uh, I mean, in some cases, you, you, there's some stuff that you're eventually going to have to do and try. But 
why why attempt to do something shitty when you can do something and, else really well? And that that goes for like character too, which like you see a lot, and like you see a lot of trash bag wrestlers. No offense, but offense, but <laughs> like they won't they'll they'll try to be a badass when like they're not or like right. you know, that's like that's the classic. So it's like you have to be you have to uh, be really self-reflective and understand who you are and what your limitations are and then play with that you can't like be like i want to be this and it's like well that's not going to come right. across you know right i was just talking to, um, to drexel about some of this actually and he was saying some of the same things that he's like i'm not going to go out there and do flips and yeah, we you know. know what I mean? Jump off the <laughs> yeah, jump off the top ropes and stuff like that. I'm gonna play to my strengths. So it was kind of you know the same thing that you yeah. guys were saying, and it makes absolute sense. And and there's like there's such a like a positive like that's the great thing about wrestling is you can put a, a positive spin on like some of the things that have like bothered you. If you're like a really like kind of like a real big fat guy and like weight has bothered you all your life, like insecure, like it can be your greatest strength in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't have, if you change that mindset and you're you're not like, man, I really wish I was a cruiserweight. If you're like, if you lean into what you are, which wrestling like allows you to do and kind of pushes you to do sometimes, like it's a real it's a real positive spin on what something you would you know formally hate about yourself. Definitely, so, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love tag team wrestling. So when I got the opportunity to have an entertaining tag team like you guys on the show, of course, I'm going to jump all over it. To me, uh, tag team wrestling got lost somewhere along the line and, uh, you know, places like WWE. But uh, when I was introduced to the indies, all that was brought back to life for me, especially in like the Pacific Northwest with teams like the uh, team and the strays, C4, No Lives Matter. And of mm. course, you guys. How do you guys feel about the state of tag team wrestling today? Um, sorry, am I taking? Go two? for it. No, right. Well, please. it you know you gotta. I I, I think it kind of all started a few years back with like Young Bucks and like, you know I do think that that them and that whole, um, you know because they were they were, um, they were tag team draws. So it's like you know tag team being a draw that's like you know i think that kind of set set it in motion and then uh you know just kind of snowballed from there that like the tag divisions are are you know can be really fun and and engaging and then you know nxt had a bunch of great uh tag teams and so i think yeah it's just it, it's just built over the last few years and and we were lucky enough to like you know kind of form around that same time so it was like it's kind of benefit we're just kind of like you know yeah, definitely. AEW is kind of bringing it back too, man. They got a lot of great yeah. tag teams and um, uh, NWA power as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, any any thoughts from from you on that, Ricky? Uh, yeah, I think tag team wrestling on the indies was lost for a long time because everyone, first of all, everyone wanted to be a singles wrestler. They all want to be, yeah. you know, the heavyweight champion or you know, uh, the standalone person. Uh, and then as a, a booker or promoter. It, like they always felt like hey, I, I got to have a tag team. So I'll throw these two guys together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you both have long hair. So you'll tag or you both wear leather jackets. So you'll be a tag team or, uh, you know, you both look the same. So you'll be a tag team. And then like those people <laughs> never, uh, never spent time together. Didn't train together. Didn't, didn't really talk. Like even myself, I've had a hundred tag team partners, uh, and I would see them once a month 
And that's the only time we would get together. And those tag teams, maybe they were entertaining, but they weren't really true tag teams. Um, and I talk about this all the time. Eddie and I uh, go everywhere together. We travel together. We we talk daily. Uh, our ideas, our mindsets are the same. Like we're on the same program. Like we we are a true tag team. And that's what you saw back in the day where, you know, you travel from town to town as a tag team. And that's what made you so good together. And just something about it clicks. Uh, and when you don't have that opportunity, uh, you, you just don't, it, it doesn't click quite as well as what yeah. you see today. And that, and that goes for the young bucks too. I, I you know, obviously cause they're brothers and they, but like that translates into the ring, like that type of, Oh yeah. Synergy, I guess. you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just connection, man. It's yeah. just natural. So has it always been tag team for, for you, Ricky? Were you a singles competitor before you and uh, Eddie hooked up? Or uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've, I mean, I've done it all. Um, I was, I've held a couple different like singles titles. Uh, as the rock god Ricky Gibson, like I started off as a, uh, like in DOA here in town, I was a, the pure champion for a while. Uh, down at, in Salem, I was the uh, legacy champion as a singles wrestler. Um, and, and originally Eddie was actually brought in to be, uh, my roadie, like someone to, to help me out. Um, and then once that started happening, we started traveling together more. It was like, dude, this, this works as a tag team much more than, uh, than singles. Well, like I said before, man, I absolutely enjoy um, tag team wrestling. I think it's highly underrated, and um, it's so much fun to watch when you can get all the guys in the ring at once, and you know they just have that connection, and the match flows so well. And I've seen that with you guys, and it's 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 a treat to watch, man. So, is there any uh, favorite matches that come to mind that you guys have been in? Could be recently, or when you first started, or anything. Could even be singles matches. You guy, oof. Uh, it's so hard to pick that out because everything has uh, <laughs> uh, every match has some significance to me. Uh, I could definitely tell you worst matches, but I, I won't. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoy. There's a tag team called the Strays uh, that come down from Canada that Love uh, we've those guys. had. Yeah, yeah, we've had Love four matches together, four or five matches together, uh, and I love that series that we did. Um, I really enjoyed that match that you were talking about earlier, the prestige match where yeah. uh, uh, Funny Bone is uh, one of our, our love-hate guys that we have. Um, <laughs> I, I love him. He hates us. Uh, Sue Young. <laughs> so when we got the chance to be in there with them and, and uh, the reaction that we got, it was so much fun. Uh, the reactions were great. Those are some of my favorite uh, and then uh, we wrestled a match in California against the Stoner Brothers oh. uh, for a Virgil Flynn Memorial Show uh, that really oh, meant cool. a lot to me on a on a personal level. Um, and then on a professional level, it was so much fun. And uh, it really kind of exposed the the, the California crew to us uh, that maybe hadn't seen us before. So that's another one that I, I rank up there. Well, yeah. You nail them, dude. You get those. That's all, all of it. Yeah, I, I also had a, I had, a, I had a singles match with Funny Bone that I really enjoyed. So, oh, nice. that's, that's the only one I'd add on. Funny Bone's pretty crazy of a character for for me personally. He reminds me of you know the Drexel type, and I actually only got to see him one time perform, and that was in the match with you guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a character. Funny Bone. That's, <laughs> that's exactly who he is. Uh, only meaner in real life. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> well, has there has there been any opportunities available um, that you guys have had the chance at a place, you know, in the mainstream wrestling world, or has it always just uh, been running the indies for now? Uh, running the indies for now, um, and I like I like talking about this because um, it's so different than it was five ten years ago. There are people on the indies that are doing as much, if not more, than some of the guys that have a contract with a major company. Um, right. And with with things like, I, I mean, obviously YouTube and uh, Facebook or whatever, like you can see all the stuff there. But uh, IWTV, where you can see like hundreds of different wrestling promotions and wrestlers uh, from all over the world, like that, it's so insane now from an independent level without a contract we have so much freedom. We have so much, um, I don't know. There's, there's no limits to what we creativity. Yeah. Creativity. Like, yeah, yeah, of course the, whoever's, uh, promoting the show or booking the show, they're going to have a little bit of say, but man, the companies that we wrestle for give us so much freedom and, uh, we have so much fun doing it. Like I, I I don't even want to name a company because there's so many that, that have given us the opportunity that, right. uh, Yeah, of course it'd be great to, to have a contract and just be able to say that I'm signed with someone, but man, the, the creative freedom right now is just awesome. Yeah. Cause you guys get to, you know, live the dream and, and do it how you want. Um, I know, uh, William has spoke very highly about you guys every time that I've talked to him about you guys and he's, he's spoke highly regardless of what's said on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me an envelope full of glitter. glitter yeah, I seen that video. In my house. <laughs> That is great, man. But yeah, no, William is a good guy and he, uh, he does a lot for us too. So, <laughs> so something so, interesting was, was uh, brought to my attention as well that I didn't know. Um, but I was told Ricky that you are the booker for DOA. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. It sure is. How does that go? Uh, so I took over, uh, like, I guess it was January of 2019, Something like that. So I, it doesn't feel like it's been that long and it's crazy because I just now put that together. That's been over a year. Um, I have a very easy philosophy with my booking. Um, and like every company that's any that's worth anything has a vision of what they want. My vision for DOA was give people a platform and an opportunity to be seen in Oregon that haven't yet. Uh and give us the opportunity as the Oregon wrestlers, the the few of us that there are, uh, give us an opportunity to get in front of people that we wouldn't have been able to get in front of before. So uh, the the easy way to book is you get all the local guys and you say, all right, you're going to wrestle you. Um, and we and DOA did that for a long time and and was very successful. Uh, but I got bored of it. Um, so I started mixing it up and, and I got a little bit of heat from some of the guys where I, I didn't use them every show or maybe I went three or four shows without using them. But there's so much talent out there that was willing to make right. a drive oh, yeah. or, uh, you know, come down or come over, come across to wrestle. Uh, one of the first things I did was uh, brought a carload up from California of um some of the the coolest guys that are willing to make the drive, uh, Daniel Torch, D Rogue, Ezra. I think that was just it. just those three came up for this one. 
um, give them the opportunity to come up and wrestle. And, uh, you know, now people in Oregon know who they are and probably didn't before. Um, gave some guys like uh, Gregory Iron and uh, Effie and MV Young, who, who came out for prestige, but um, uh, Logan Stunt, like, got these guys to come out and wrestle and, uh, you know, Chris Bay getting him in Oregon where I don't think he had been in Oregon yet. Um, he went up to Washington, but not Oregon yet, but like giving people the opportunity to come out here. And then with that, uh, not just Eddie and myself, but other DOA wrestlers were able to make contact with them, um, and branch out and, uh, you know, maybe get opportunities sometime down the road, or, or maybe they already have gotten opportunities. Um, and that, that kind of stuff is, is exactly what I wanted from it. I didn't want anything personal. Like, uh, I didn't want, I didn't want anything personal out of it. Like as a booker, I wanted just to, to give everyone an opportunity that they didn't have before. Well, sounds great to me, man. I've actually never had the opportunity of catching a DOA show. Once all this pandemic is over, I'm going to have to, you know, drive out there and catch a few of them. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched lots of video from them, but I just never got oh. the opportunity to be there live. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Eddie, so I can't do this interview without asking about the famous Eddie is off Roseland. Please tell this story. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I have no idea. I think if I had to guess where this all started, um, William invited us to uh, an NXT show. And uh, actually, it was a takeover that was in. Uh, Portland uh, Portland right yep yeah it was the takeover and uh, I thought it was a house show <laughs> so like I didn't re- I realized it halfway through and I if I had to guess I think that's what rubbed him the wrong way but uh, so this is so this was true heat then this wasn't just you guys messing around <laughs> yeah well there's yeah. that other thing what other thing you know no I don't know <laughs> well I Mm, uh, we'll talk later. You can't be vague on a podcast because people will make. I'm well, being vague. Oh boy, because you know, uh, people's imaginations will run. I know that's what I'm hoping for. Oh great. Well, I guess they're just gonna have to figure it out on their own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, any dream match you guys would like to do in the future? Like any tag teams you'd like to work with? Um, I always say Rock and Roll Express because. We were sus- we were supposed to have that match, and then it got it got uh, some things came up. You know, now that I think about it, it was probably Quintana that pulled the pulled the plug on that match because he was mad at you. <laughs> think so? Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, that's one that I I want to get back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know any any major company tag team right now would be awesome. Uh, there. Yeah, any of them. Any of them in the, those major companies, I think, would be a lot of fun. Uh, as a singles wrestler, uh, no offense, uh, Chris taken. Jericho, one-on-one with Chris Jericho would be awesome. Uh, oh, a guy that literally one of my been, favorites. Yeah, I mean, he's been in every uh, every era of wrestling, and he's he's held and, and not the title means much in this instance, but he's been at the top. He's carried every company that he's been with, um, and that's incredible to me. Right, yeah, he's he's probably a pretty knowledgeable guy to to work with to teach you a few things or you know give you some insight on anything. Yeah. That dude's just been around for so long. So, um, is have you worked with any top talent at all? Be, not not in the independents, but you know, there's like Williams always bringing 
some former WWE talent or Impact talent, like besides Sue Young and. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, definitely Sue Young. Uh, we wrestled the Reno Scum uh, last year, sometime mid last year, late last year. Uh, Gangrel, I wrestled Gangrel a hundred times now. Uh, wow. Sid Odie wrestled him a hundred times now. Um, I was probably, I mean, <clears throat> Bull James. Yeah, I was in there with Super yeah, Crazy. Yeah, Super Crazy and Bull James. Super Crazy, yeah. And, yeah. That was pretty wild. Uh, we uh, we attacked Rhino. Uh, I got gored by Rhino, so you know that's something. Um, and then, uh, the, like, so, um, uh, D'Lo Brown was another guy that uh, that was a producer of the show uh, of one of two of the shows that we've been on that uh, meant a lot for us, gave us a lot of tips and pointers, and pointed us in the right direction. So that guy's a great guy. I've met him a couple of times, and he he's so fun to talk with, and such a down to earth and nice guy. Yeah, incredible. So um, as we. Uh, wind down some some of the video packages i've seen from you guys um they're absolutely hilarious is this part of the gimmick or are you guys just being yourselves and having the time of your lives it depends on which video package. <laughs> all of them man i mean every every video package is just you guys goofing off and having a great time there i mean there's a couple serious ones where you're calling out an opponent or something like that but for the most part they're pretty funny the video of eddie eating vix um that's a true life <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was real. addiction that he struggles with. They just, day to day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just our nature to have fun. And, and, uh, so yeah, that's just, that's gotta come out in the video. I can't help it. I can't help but be a little goofy and like, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, that's just who we are. Yeah. Love what you do and you never work a day in your life. Uh, right. yeah, we've worked a lot in our life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> We wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. Uh, And I think that like we talked about earlier, the very beginning of this, where uh, if you're not going full, you know, all in on your strengths and you're trying to, you know, do something half ass or weak, it's going to show through and it's not going to be organic or um, it's going to be easy to see through. And that's so, yes. What you see in the ring, what you see on the videos, like that is 100 percent us. Uh, Yeah, of course, we're we're turned up the volume because of the uh, the energy and, you know, the adrenaline or whatnot. But that's us, man. That's that's 100 percent us. Well, that that just comes with the freedom that we were talking about earlier from being on the independence and working with great companies. Um, It's a good thing to have. And you can see it on you guys that you guys are just having a great time and. Um, I think that's what makes everybody in the crowd enjoy the show more is to see everybody in the ring put on the best show possible and right. not be so bummed out that they're having to leave out something they wanted to do or, you know, anything like that. Sure. So I, I I know that we were talking a little bit about some of the teams that you were you were working with on the indies that you liked. Is there um, any teams that simply just bring out the best work when you guys are in the ring together? You guys got great chemistry. I know we talked about the strays. A little bit yeah uh definitely strays is one of them um stoner stoner brothers, stoner brothers. Uh, you talk about bringing out the best of someone uh have, do you know who the stoner brothers are i i don't i don't so, i have to look them up uh, after this tag team in california uh they are part of hood slam um and if you haven't seen hood slam you're missing out on one of the greatest uh, scenes in professional wrestling. Uh, Stoner Brothers, they are identical twins. Uh, they're big dudes, super athletic for how big they are, uh, super athletic in general, but also they're very big. 
Um, but man, they bring out the best in people. They are so talented, so uh, such a good mind for wrestling. And it was so much fun to work them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and check out Hood Slam. That's also another thing that I covered with Drexel, and he was trying to tell me about that scene out there in California. So I'm definitely going to look into it and look into the Stoner Brothers. Is there um, anything the fans can do right now to support you guys during this downtime? Yeah, definitely. Uh, first of all, monetarily supporting us, uh, patreon.com slash 4MH. Uh, that's an easy way where, uh, you know, for a dollar a month or $5 a month, uh, you can you can monetarily uh, support us, but truly the the best way to support us right now, uh, go follow our social media, uh, go hit like, go hit subscribe, go hit share. All of those little things are what make it possible for us to do what we do. Um, and we we produce content that is not like we're not begging for followers or begging for support. Like we truly are are trying to entertain you. Uh, we're trying to entertain ourselves and have fun. Uh, and hopefully you get that through our social media. Right. Well, um, so where can they follow you on social media? How do, how do they find you? Yeah. Uh, Instagram, um, uh, rock God, Ricky Gibson. He is Eddie freak, nasty Pearl, uh, on Facebook, Ricky Gibson, Eddie Pearl, uh, on Twitter. I'm at rock and Ricky G. Uh, he is at Eddie freak, nasty Pearl. Something like that. Uh, we both have TikTok, but the U S is going to ban it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and do we have anything? Oh, YouTube, uh, go to YouTube, search four minutes of heat. You'll find us on there as well. All right. Are there any, uh, matches you suggest that anybody go and check out who are maybe unfamiliar with you guys and they can find it on, you know, YouTube or something like that? Totally. Uh, YouTube on our channel, we have our match with, uh, with the Stoner brothers. So go I, watch that. IWTV. Uh, and then IWTV, if you just search uh, Four Minutes of Heat or if you search uh, Eddie Pearl or Ricky Gibson, uh, you'll find some great matches from Defy, uh, from Prestige, from DOA, from Five cc um, And then, of course, uh, the Mullet versus Mullet match that we have that uh, just got uploaded yesterday um, that has had an outstanding response from, from fans and from views. Uh, it's only 10 minutes long, and uh, it will it'll hopefully – Make you laugh a lot. No spoilers. No though. spoilers, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it's not video. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I just want to take this time to thank you guys very much for coming on the show. I can't express how much I appreciate it. All right, everyone support independent wrestling. Show some love to these guys on their social medias. Find them on Patreon. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Carter Inc., and that's Carter spelt with a D, not a T. And on Facebook at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. We are out of time and we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you.